Boss Rush Video Game Book Club is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our family of podcasts, head on over to patreon.com slash bossrushmedia to see which tier is right for you. Thanks for your continued support. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first ever Boss Rush Podcast Book Club here on Boss Rush Media and the Boss Rush Network. I am your host, Corey Deering. Alongside me on this magical journey through Hogwarts Legacy is the mad pharmacist herself, Stephanie Klimon. Expelliarmus! Woo! Mm. I don't know why I picked that spell of all things, but... It's Leviosa. Not Leviosa. Not Leviosa. This is a... No wonder she hasn't got any friends. This is a momentous day, my friends. Happy to be here to talk about a great game. It is. This game. This game is wonderful. Uh, We have two wonderful people to talk about it with. First off, you know him formerly of Crossroads, but now of Scrambled Rambles is none other than... Placed Austin himself, Austin Cable. Do do the Hogwarts points count like the Who's Line Is It Anyway points? Are they yep. the same system? Same system? <laughs> Completely yep. arbitrary. That's what I, mm-hmm. I could never find that in the. No, lore, you need but... to win the House Cup. So I could do the uh, Irish drinking song or the hoedown. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm down with that. Yep. That's yep, the, that's actually what happens if you get the perfect ending. Is the, that's what happens. The whole cast does that. I, do I get a, I get to do a hoedown with old Drew Carey, fat Drew Carey. Yeah, yeah fat Drew Carey, not skinny. Uh, um, what's that show he's on now with the big wheel, full blood? Uh, Price is Right. Yeah, that one. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> that big I mean, wheel is actually. Right, Drew <laughs> that big wheel is actually Bob Barker's uh, casket. <laughs> His body's just going to be put in there. <laughs> They're going to freeze him like Walt Disney and put him in the big wheel. Also joining us is the 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 legend, we'll say, Pat Klein from EXP Cast. Oh, hello. I, I wasn't aware uh, that there was supposed to be a book to this. You're fine. I'm fine? Okay. We're going to wing I it. Still, I can still be in the book club, even though Look, I didn't read didn't Look, there's book there's seven read. books and three spinoffs, and well, you're oh, fine. Okay. You're fine. Okay. You know, all that Thank stuff. Thank God. Um, no, I, I've actually no read, books I've in read the Harry Potter club. books. I, I'm just messing with the name. It's cool. I've actually thought about going back and reading them again after playing this game, hmm. just to try to pick up on some of the Easter eggs, because I know that they're in there. But, uh, but I anyways, them. I guess we should probably explain what we're doing. Um uh, we're doing a book club review slash spoiler discussion uh, called Boss Rush Book Club. Every month we're going to pick a different game or uh, as a game like Hogwarts Legacy. And then I think we'll probably do Tears of the Kingdom, too. I'm assuming uh, uh, probably do multiple episodes yeah. on the same game. When, yeah. What's that? So that's kind of what we're doing. Uh, if you're familiar with the group Min Max, their deepest dive show. Uh, that's kind of similar 
we're just gonna we're gonna talk up through the first trial for hogwarts legacy the first 10 minutes will probably be impressions without spoilers and then we will give you a spoiler warning to get out if you haven't made it to the first get trial out of here. uh but this first episode top. we're gonna cover up up to the first uh the first trial um so yeah that's that's kind of what we're doing that's a setup and it's going to be this group hopefully the whole way through maybe we'll get an extra face in here maybe not but uh we're not going to do any kind of uh whatever what do you call it trigger warnings or whatever like we decided to do hogwarts legacy as the first game i know people have issues with the game this episode is not probably for you so we're just going to talk about it we're not going to talk about the controversy surrounding the creator. We're not going to talk about any of the other issues that may or may not be going on. We're going to talk about the game, strictly about the game, and we're going to base our discussion on the merits of the game and the studio Avalanche. And uh, yeah, that's the it. Game, that's all we're the game and nothing but the game. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. So first off, initial impressions of Hogwarts Legacy. Stephanie, you popped right up. You're going first. Well, it's so gorgeous that I can see Professor Hecate's pores. That's how amazing these graphics are. Um, mm -hmm. That aside, you know, I'm in the middle of craft um, writing our actual game review for the website, and one of my screenshots of a hippogriff flying through the air is probably going to be my featured image because not only is it, you know, it's just beautiful but like the details down to the hippogriff's feathers the hogwarts castles in the background i can see every literal brick there so you know one of the first knee-jerk reactions i have if someone were to ask me what do you think of hogwarts legacy it is a stunning game i could tell a lot of love and attention was put in by avalanche because you can go through the, it's a living breathing place it's one of the few games that i feel like i've entered a, a another world literally not just oh we're putting this wall here and a random npc walking back and forth here i mean you've got paintings that are moving and people having conversations walking through mm -hmm. hogsmeade is a treat um and i guess the last piece of why i think so highly of the game granted no game is perfect is that i do feel that First of all, Harry Potter fans obviously will enjoy this, but I feel like anyone who's never read a Harry Potter book who ha just happens to pick up this game would equally enjoy it. I feel like this is a game that can be enjoyed by everyone, and that, I think, would be considered a success in my eyes. Yeah, it's... Uh, am I the, So you guys are all playing on PlayStation, I'm assuming, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. I'm the only one playing on Xbox. Okay. Um yeah, this game is incredible. I I played I played the first 10 hours or so on performance mode because I wanted them uh super frames, you know. I was <laughs> I had it uncapped on performance and it was uh getting about 70 to 80 frames inside and definitely over 60 outside. Um and then I switched it to uh fidelity with ray tracing. And it was still clocking in at over 40 frames a second, which it you could definitely tell the frame dip. But like it, the I thought it looked good in performance mode. And then when you turn it on fidelity mode, it gets in way nicer, <laughs> way nicer. 
Um, you can see, obviously, the, the god rays through the window and actually reflecting off some of the puddles on the mm. floor. Uh, the candles flickering in the mirror, like the mirrors have proper reflections. Like, it's pretty, this game's pretty incredible. Um, Avalanche did a, a great job on this game. If you don't know, Avalanche did uh, Disney Infinity was like their claim to fame, if you will. They also did Cars 3 Driven to Win, the racing game uh, that came out. It was the the last notable title on the Wii U, if you want to pinpoint about how long ago that came out. <laughs> um, Didn't they also do the Just Cause series? Isn't that no, this Avalanche? Is the other, the other, that's the other Avalanche. There's two oh, Avalanche okay. studios. So. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, Pat, what do you what do you what are you thinking so far? You, I think you've probably sounds like you've played the most out of all of us, uh, especially with your cool cloak that you were showing off in our Discord <laughs> chat. I this game has exceeded all my expectations for this game. Like out of all the releases I was anticipating for February, this was not one that I was going to say, "Oh, this might be the best one." Mm-hmm. Um, I was reserving that for like a dragon, um, Ishin. Oh, right. But, uh, no, this, uh, this is everything I would have wanted in a Harry Potter game. Like when I read the Harry Potter books, I wanted to go to Hogwarts. I wanted to be a student to take the various classes, to wander around the halls and just experience all the secrets that the castle has. And you get to do exactly that in the game. There are so many little nooks and crannies and little hidden things all over the castle that it's always it's a constant scavenger hunt. And mm-hmm. as a collector of uh, you know collectibles and video games, like this is this it it's keeping me very entertained and making me check off a hell of a lot of boxes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Every time I see what one of those floating pages. Yeah. <laughs> flying through the air or like so like a side tangent about the pages like you know the ones that are kind of invisible and then they get that little gold glare oh, on them mm-hmm. and then they disappear again the rebellion pages i had i did not know you could do that i was like maybe i need some sort of spell to do this and then i accidentally hit rebellio like just on accident because I, I was taking a sip of something and i dropped my controller and i hit it and i was like oh my gosh there's a page there that's how you get those pages. I hit Revelio like every and, couple feet. Yeah, once that mm-hmm. I found that was a thing, I just hit it like constantly, just trying to be like, is there one here? Is there one here? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the people around you are just staring at you like, what the hell? Right? Yeah. You know, you're just I'm running waiting. around casting Revelio. I, <laughs> I love when people are having a serious conversation with you, trying to tell you about what like what peril we're in, and you're just going, Revelio, Revelio, just over and over again. <laughs> Look, there's a page. It's right over there. I got to go get this page. Yep. Dude, I don't I care mad. about this thing. <laughs> I get mad that I'm like, man, I wish all the paintings had like, pages connected to it all the all the like the dinosaur statues like all of these things had rebellion pages so i could learn more about what all this stuff is but I'm like that would be so many there would be so yeah. many in here mm-hmm. it, it the the, the yeah. field pages at first were like ah you know i don't know if i'm really that interested but you know there, there's just enough out there and when i started reading them like oh this is this is great now i'm just i don't know always looking out for him yeah I'm always on the lookout for something to pick up. Uh, 
Austin, you haven't really given your initial impressions yet. What do you what are you thinking of of Hogwarts Legacy so far? I am loving Hogleg very much. I'm uh Ah, the Hogleg. Yeah, Hogleg. Let's go. <laughs> Fellow Hogleg. DD uh, listener, I hear. <laughs> um, I'm really liking it a lot. I haven't felt connected to a world like this. Um, I can't think of the last one for sure, but like this gives me the Arkham Asylum type vibes where I really like feel like I'm inside Hogwarts. I really felt like I was inside Arkham Asylum. I kind of wish that Arkham Asylum could get remastered now to where it'd be more like Hogwarts, like kind of go back mm-hmm. and forth. Like that's all I could think yeah. of. Like, man, a Batman game inside Asylum where it was this much detailed everything. I'm well, just I mean crying. Suicide Squad's coming out this year. We might be getting something equivalent. Let's hope. Don't get my hopes up. With that battle uh, pass. <laughs> don't get my hopes up. Uh, but I, I'm loving it. I love the, the combat is is different and interesting. There's no melee. There's no melee. That's a crazy thing yeah. to think about. Like, it's all wand movement. And mm-hmm. I, Yeah, but what are you going to do? Whip out your, your broom and smack people with your broom? Yeah, I'm, yes. listen. I, I, see, this is, the, <laughs> this is the issue we were talking about before the show. I The only thing I don't like is I can't speak in an American accent. Because as an American, I feel like I should be able to punch people, too. <laughs> but you have various pitches of English accent. Yeah. You can either be high English, like, hello, or low English, like, hello. When I was doing the character creator, I was with my wife, and I was like, I gave me the lowest. I do not want a high-pitched voice. No, please, no. Just give me the lowest it can be. <laughs> so I actually, like, that. that's actually, like, one of the kind of weird things about the game is, like, I picked a voice that's like weirdly pitched. So I'm a I'm a female character and I picked this voice that's weirdly pitched that it sounds like it's AI distorted the whole time. Oh wow, okay. And that's mm. like like it's not all the time, but when she, like when she's asking a question or in certain conversations that has that like digital aspect to it. And I'm like, oh, this is weird. I hope they patch it out. I'll yeah, it, it's it kind of threw me off a little bit, but it's I'm dealing with it. It's fine. I really don't want to start over. So, no. uh, plus I I saw in the patch notes that they are dealing with some audio hiccups uh, in the yeah. Xbox patch that came out a couple days ago. So, hmm. uh, they said specific one of the patch notes was like specifically audio on female like females characters, and I'm like. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the exact issue I'm having. Well, that explains it. That's interesting. That's interesting. It's really nice. uh, I like how there's been no... Like, a lot of open-world games tend to have a lot of bugs and issues. I haven't run into that many in this game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the only, like, lighting issue I found was, like, I was talking to, to Professor Fig in his office, and, like, it was at a specific time of day where, like, I don't know, the, the light was just shining through the window at this weird angle, and, like, there's all these, like, jittering black shadows on his face, like, oh. like really just mm. whatever, but that was really the only issue I had. I, I I also know that the PlayStation version is having more issues than the Xbox version, at least initially. What are some of the issues that they say? Because I only had a couple of minor graphical glitches, but really nothing else. Yeah, there's some like texture issues. There's some uh, lighting issues on specific modes. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't really look at a lot of it because I'm not playing on PlayStation, so I don't right, really right. care. Uh, I, 
I only had like one issue and that was when Professor Weasley was supposed to follow me and she just kept going into a wall like inside a random wall and I had what? to like backtrack just to get her to follow me a little bit and they go back. But other than that, <laughs> I didn't have any problems until the last update and today before we got on here I was playing and I started getting screen tearing really badly oh. just like out of nowhere and I was like this is weird. I don't yeah. know why this but other than that I before that, I had no issues at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that PlayStation patch is coming out in a day or two. They they said they had a couple. The PlayStation patch was going to take a little bit longer than the Xbox patch. So uh. if you want to be a Patreon producer, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Media, and find out which tier is right for you. Our Patreon producers at the $5 tier or higher for this month are Adriel Munger. Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, Christian S., Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Rebecca Jewell. Thank you for your continued support. But, yeah, I, I, I'm loving this game. Uh, what house are we? Who, who all? I'm a, I'm a Hufflepuff. Pat and I, we're the Smarty Pants. We're Ravenclaw. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I took the the test on the game. I didn't hook it up to my Hogwarts account, and they uh, gave me Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that's right. <laughs> and they only ask you two questions, so it wasn't yeah. even that intensive a quiz. So I took yeah. the Hogwarts. I ended up doing the Hogwarts one, and I'm also Ravenclaw. Oh, but look at that! Years ago, years ago when I took it, I was Slytherin. Hmm. I kind of yeah. was wanting to be Slytherin again, but you know, I, I really like, oh, think yeah. that it's definitely possible that people's house designations could change over the years because I always was a Ravenclaw. Every time I take these stupid quizzes ever since I was a teenager, mm-hmm. when I finally took Pottermore like a month or two before it gave me Hufflepuff and I was in utter denial. So I just made sure I was Ravenclaw, <laughs> but like, I don't know. That means I'm getting soft. Yeah. I, I, so on my Pottermore account, I'm also a Ravenclaw and I, I was going to link it and I was like, Nope. I'm just gonna I'm gonna do a clean playthrough. I'm gonna answer the questions correctly, and whatever house they give me, I'm gonna do it. And they gave me Hufflepuff, and I was like, "No." <sighs> well, that's the part that's that's kind of I wouldn't say upsetting. I was not upset at all. But like, if you don't link your Pottermore, you just take the two questions. I'm like, I don't know if two questions is yeah. accurate enough. But yeah, yeah that was like my that was six, my problem. Yeah, yeah. But it, it makes sense though that all of all you guys are Ravenclaws because Ravenclaws are the creative people. So being content creators, you're more likely to be aligned as a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think the question that got me in the game was like, what are you like what are you more uh what's your best attribute or something? And I put uh, loyalty. loyalty and friendship or something. Yeah. That's Gryffindor. No, I'm sorry. Loyalty is uh <laughs> Yeah, that's what Bravery I answered was loyalty, and I was like, oh, Hufflepuff, just because of that one reason. Mm. But think about it, Corey, just think about it. The badger is the animal, and mm-hmm. badgers in Far Cry 4 are ter- terrifying. So, <laughs> yeah. you, I mean, try I to go fight with one thing. <laughs> I don't know if you're caught up on the on the episodes of Sacred Symbols, but they had a whole conversation about badgers and how like <laughs> they thought badgers were like these crappy creatures, and then somebody else no. wrote in and said, "No, badgers are actually like terrifying." 
<laughs> Badgers, dude, Wolverines, Wolverines are. <laughs> Well, Badgers are smart as fuck. So yeah. sorry, yeah. <laughs> smart. I don't know if you wanted me to swear. I apologize. Oh, we swear a lot on the show. It's fine. Okay, it's fucking fine, Pat. Okay, Badgers are smart this, as fuck. This is not how <laughs> fucking block. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Although we did have a guest on the other day who dropped a cursey curse, <gasps> and we had to just let it go because I wasn't editing it out. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I did have to slap an explicit tag on that episode, though. Well, now the the purity of that podcast mm-hmm. is just tainted. Now it's tainted, forever yeah. tainted. <laughs> now you're just as worse as my my podcast. That's yeah, fine. Uh, Austin's coming on Pal Block soon. Nice yeah. next yeah. next week, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna be off that so- Monday. Sunday? This Sunday or next Sunday? I don't next remember. Next Sunday, like next Sunday. Like because I had that whole weekend now. off. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Cool. Who Uh, knows? Maybe we'll get another Nintendo Direct. (laughs) I mean, we might get another Pokemon one. one. Oh, that's a bad episode for me to be on. Yep. Yeah, me too. Uh, Anyways, uh, how's everybody playing? I'm I'm, I'm playing as like the good kid. I want to do everything right Mm. and try to be on everybody's good side. But also I want to follow the rules because I'm trying not to be a terrible person. Does anyone know? Are we going to get into spoiler area now? What do we want? Are we going to get in spoiler area now? Not yet. Uh, okay, and okay. after this, we will we'll get into spoilers okay. after this. Oh, then am I allowed to ask? Because I mean, I've played up to the point that we've kind of agreed upon. But do we know if how right. we behave towards others make fundamental impacts on the game or just minor stuff? I have no idea yet. Okay. I think yeah, I read a the game has multiple endings, but it's based mm-hmm. off a choice towards the end. Oh, okay. Well, so I don't okay. think it does. Well, I'm a goody two shoes. Not, not quite Mass Effect. I'm yeah. a goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, I just am. I want people to love me. <laughs> I just want to be loved. <laughs> I'm playing like I would be. At my age in Hogwarts, like I'm playing like I was in high school, so I am good, like I'm doing the right thing, but I am also down for mischief. Mm. I'm also mm. down, like anytime, mm. like someone's like, Hey, you want to do this crazy stuff? I'll be like, Yes, mm-hmm. let's do the crazy stuff. Yeah, um, right. I was the only reason why I asked about spoilers though is because it's not really spoiling now, but uh, the you're not supposed to, you know, Professor Fig tells you specifically, don't tell anyone about what what's going on the thing yeah the big things yeah are yeah. you all keeping it complete secret or are you letting it slide to people dude no, i've I'm told just, everyone i've told everyone yeah <laughs> oh okay i did the opposite i have not told a single soul every time oh, they man. ask i just avoid it every I just, time i just feel like i feel like this is like a horizon zero dawn thing where like the more people companions you have on your side the the mm-hmm more epic the ending's going to be because they're all going to trust you and be on your side or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't and think that... that's really what's going to happen. I just mm. I just decided to tell people because I don't want them to be like, now, we can't be friends if I can't trust you. And mm-hmm. I want to go on missions with you, but we can't be blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, yeah. whatever. I'm going to fly yeah. on my hippogriff and do it myself. <laughs> Let's be honest. If you've read or watched any of the Harry Potters, you know you have to tell the kids your secrets mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. it's usually the adults that are wrong 
and yeah. the the students are the right ones. So yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not getting that lesson. I'm doing what I did in high school. Keep everything bottled in. Don't let anyone know. Keep it. <laughs> keep it bottled in. Keep it down inside. <laughs> All right. So I, we're we're gonna get into spoilers now. So if you've listened up to this far and you haven't played up to the first trial or you haven't played it at all, this is your cue to get out. Get out now. Leave. But come back. Out. Make sure you come back. UTFO. Yeah, yeah, if you play, please watch. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. See ya. Bye. Bye. Or right, just live through the game vicariously through us. You yeah, know? True. Also, you don't need to play it. You can let us play it for you. Yeah, also on the Boss Rush me- uh, Media and Boss Rush Network YouTube channel, the first 12 hours of the game are on there, including the first trial, so you can also watch it there. In its own playlist Ooh. called Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. Go. Wait, who played it? Who played it? All right. Um, so, all right. We're getting into some spoilers now. Let's talk about the opening sequence after you create your character and you just magically appear on this random street in London, I'm assuming. Yeah, it did, just, it did know, start very there. suddenly. Um, yeah. But... I mean, I was like, all right, so we're just starting the game here. Um, we got Professor Fig and, oh, goodness, what's that other guy's name? Yeah, I'm, George. Looking, at it, I'm looking it up Rest right in now. peace, George. Yeah, George. George, yeah. George is, uh, is he really dead, though? That's what I was getting to before we got to the podcast. I mean, I, I guess I think he is. I think that yeah. bastard's lying. I think he got inside that dragon, rode it home, and then... Is working with the with the goblin. You think he's the mastermind behold the, behind the whole, whole thing? thing? I don't trust him. Is, is yeah, he this Grindelwald? Is a, this is a is this guy Grindelwald. I don't trust anyone who wears glasses. Okay, no yeah. one. Yeah. So that there. guy, he is. He works for the ministry, right? I believe he wanted to reach yeah. out to Professor Fig. Um, my goodness, I'm already getting rusty because. Professor Fig's wife was part of the ministry. Right, and she yeah, died. and they're mm-hmm. right. What? So they died looking into this the ancient magic mm-hmm. stuff, right? Where they believe that there is this mm-hmm. ancient magic that only a few wizards can tap into, and that's actually where your character comes in because your character can actually tap in and see this ancient magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're accepted into Hogwarts as a fifth year, which leads me to believe that this is going to be a trilogy of games. You know, fifth, sixth, seventh year. Oh, okay. Uh, Interesting you know. thought. I did see a, a an article that said that they've confirmed no DLC. Yeah, so... what the Push Square article? Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Boo! Yeah. So much for no Quidditch. No. Well, so now I'm wondering, could a sequel be? They did say good? they did say if this game sold well and they got to then the sequel is greenlit, they were going to try to put Quidditch in the next game. Goodness, you think those people have the they just could. the energy to put another game through all the bitching and whining on the internet? Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Listen, Quidditch is going to be a PSVR two exclusive, so Ooh. you better oh. you better get your VR ready. <laughs> better get your VR and your barf ready. bags, <laughs> dude. That that unit's more than the console. I'm not going to just buy it for two games. <laughs> What do you one mean? I'm just gonna play Beat Saber. What do you mean? That's all I need. I only need one game. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Uh, so yeah. Uh, where are we at here? Oh. So it opens up, and you're kind of talking to George and Professor Fig. And you get in this carriage, and you fly away. Uh, it's the creatures that are invisible, except for to those who have experienced death uh, or something. Yeah, the uh, Kestrels, I think, yeah. or Thestrels. Mm-hmm. Ke- Kestrel. 
Yeah. Um, if you've watched the Harry Potter movies, Harry and uh, uh, Luna Lovegood can see them. Um, and, uh, you know, you're flying in this carriage to Hogwarts instead of taking the train. The Thestrals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Thestrals. And uh, while Professor Fig and George are talking, your character looks out the window and you kind of see them. And I think you see the dragon. You see like a you piece of the something. dragon, yeah. but you're not sure what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Well, what's yeah. cool is you actually don't see them first. Right. It's you not don't... until the dragon rips off half the carriage. Right, and, and then all of a sudden you turn around and there you see him. You had yeah. your near death experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was like this crazy thing, and then like you're falling out of the carriage, out of the air, and then you go, you get to this kind of island thing where you're trying to get into. It's like you're basically going into the secret passes of the green because. Guy. As you're falling with, um, I almost said Professor Fig, um, they opened the item that was in this this trinket box thing that you were able to open because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, what's this mm-hmm. swirly color? Clink, what? You got this thing to open and none of us could. Right. There was a port key mm-hmm. inside, and then they touched the port mm-hmm. key, and then they were tra- transferred to this island. Quite a lovely looking island, but yeah, just they're like, wow, what what did uh, what did they want us to find here? Right. Yeah, and uh, I gotta say, this is the first moment where I was like, "Man, this game is beautiful." The water, like yeah. hitting up on the on the broken tower, and the sun, like hitting the the tower and, and the shadows, and the and just the texture work is amazing. And then this was really this was the first time you could actually like walk around and and stuff. And mm-hmm. I have to say, the movement in this game. I know we were kind of talking about controls earlier, and like sometimes when you get in a third person game, the characters feel kind of clunky or tanky and they don't respond as well as you would like i think this game the movement itself is like top tier movement in a game i don't know that's just something that stuck out to me is after playing avengers it's definitely way better (laughs) well yeah (laughs) the movement was like oh man this feels real i would say even after playing something like god of war this movement feels good like I, I think this the movement in this game is just really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're kind of like walking and you you solve a couple puzzles and you go into Gringotts and you meet the goblin who's supposed to take you to your vault, vault 12. Not vault 713. Um, and then <laughs> you get to the vault and you got to open it and the... Uh, the goblin who's leading the goblin rebellion. What's his name? Rag, Ranrock. Ra- Ra- Ranrock. Not Ranrock. Ranrock. Thank you. I almost said Ragnarok, but I'm like, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ranrock is following you and is trying to like take what's in the vault, mm-hmm. and then you know all this, all the stuff happens. You go in the vault, and then there's like what I is actually like trial number zero. Actually, it's mm-hmm. because you know w- once you get to the first trial it kind of it really like harkens back to this opening sequence and um i thought it was really cool this is kind of like the tutorial setup of like okay you learn uh what are the what are the spells we learned here you learn revelio revelio you learn um 
I'm, I have my game on to look up the spells. Cause Learn I don't your, uh, remember. Don't don't ask me to do this. It's the uh, it's the light yeah, spell. Lumos. Uh, the light spell. Lumos. Lumos. You learn. Yeah, you learn Lumos and you learn uh, Revelio and there's one. Oh, you learn the like le- just like the, the basic Levios wand. or something. Oh no, the basic shooting wand spell. Yes, where you oh, just yeah. shoot yeah. random. Yeah. Pew pew yeah. Mers. Can you can you imagine if you had to say a word every time you just shot the wand? Pew pew that'd pew be, pew. That'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pewio. Oh, you also learn the repelling spell. You press Y or triangle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, that's true. Yeah, because it makes you do three of those before the, the knights stop appearing. Oh, and I right. wasn't paying attention. I wasn't Is paying attention, so I was just killing the knights, and they were just kept coming in and pouring in. I'm like, what does this end? Mm-hmm. And then I saw the little counter in the corner. It was like, zero, three, rep- uh, repel, whatever. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. right, I guess I should do that. Yeah, which I guess also teaches you stupefy because that is the spell that you cast directly after repelling, which yeah. stuns mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also known as the parry. Mm-hmm. The parry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get through that, and then you go, you enter Hogwarts in this kind of odd fashion, and then the headmaster, played by Simon Pegg, <gasps> the headmaster is incredible. He's incredibly like over the top serious, which makes him hilarious. And his last name is Black, I think, I th- which harkens to yeah. Serious yep. Black. I know. I thought about. I wonder if, like, mm. I mean, we obviously have like a Weasley, a couple Weasleys in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have this character named Black. There's another character that I rec. Oh, um, shoot, Diggory. The oh, name Diggory, Diggory is in here. Okay. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. from the the painting. The painting that you go and then you have to, the the Jackdaw quest, oh. right? The painting that travels mm-hmm. to the other house to do the quest. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of ties, a lot of neat kind of ties. I wonder how that kind of all wraps in. I I doubt they'll probably explore that much into it, like a family history yeah. or tree or whatever. But I think it's kind of neat. And I mean, you can't have a Harry Potter thing without a Weasley, right? Oh no. So. Mm-hmm. And the Blacks were one of the oldest wizarding families to in existence. Uh, they're also dark wizards, so I wouldn't be surprised if sometime the headmaster turns. Mm. Well, that that or like he realizes something, like he has that realization that something bad is going on, and there's mm-hmm. obviously the the bad quests or the bad spells, right? And I wonder if he's going to teach you the, some of those later. Right. And as much as I, you know, and I do love Simon mm-hmm. Pegg and I love his performance. I'm like, at, at the character, the headmaster himself, I'm like, I'm not fully convinced about you. I can't tell if he's just being a pompous windbag or if he's going to be a, a dark wizard. No, I think I think he's just a pompous idiot, <laughs> to be honest. The only, the I, only professor so, I trust is Weasley. That's the only one. I'm uh, everyone else. I, I'm like no, you could no. be. You could be. See, I trust to me, to me. I think. Uh, to me, I'm like Fig has something to do with this. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Fig is the uh, yeah. is the questionable. Fig is the most suspicious out of all of them, yeah, just because yeah. he always seems to be around when the shit goes down. And then he yeah. conveniently is off doing something else. So stay busy till I come back. Right. Uh, George That's... is probably his son. He probably George is still alive. It's going to be there. It's all going back to George. (laughs) (laughs) It all goes back to Georgie. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the uh, sorting hat ceremony, right? Yeah, I think I think the sorting hat ceremony is cool. Um, 
I, I like when you sit down on the stool and you're kind of like looking up mm-hmm. at the hat, like, what are you putting this talking hat in my head for? Mm-hmm. Like, I just think those little details are super yeah, cool. And, you know, then you get sorted. If you don't hook your account up to the website, you get the, uh, you know, you have to answer some questions and get sorted. So I got sorted in a Hufflepuff, like I said earlier. Where is the Ravenclaw uh, uh, dormitory? It's kind of in the Great Stairwell, but it's not the Great Stairwell itself. It's a hallway and then another smaller stairwell that goes up. Okay, because I got... So the Hufflepuff uh, dormitory is actually down on the lower level of the castle Hmm. in like a a wine cellar where like there's all these barrels down there that have... I'm assuming they're wine barrels. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And like, there's one wine barrel that kind of like, you have to like, knock on it a certain way, and then the, then it opens up, and then you can walk in. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I'm just wondering where all these common rooms are. And like, we have different. Some of the side quests we all have are different. Well, you guys are the same, but mine would be different because I'm a Hufflepuff, which I think is kind of a cool twist. I do like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so let's uh let's kind of talk about our favorite characters. I mean, the, uh, who are some of your guys' favorite characters? I think Professor Weasley is very I think she's probably like the best teacher, right? I think in terms of like leading you in the right direction. Sure, but mm. I have a thing for I don't know, these these grumpy old farts. I love um, Professor Sharp. <laughs> he's the potions um, professor. Yeah. And he, yeah. and I was like, oh, he's limping. Like, what's wrong with the dude? And I'm like, oh, he's an, was it an or? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yep. He was an or. He was an or. So obviously he was knee deep in some pretty heavy shit fighting off dark wizards and stuff. And I find that so cool. And he has like no BS. And in this class, like if you help one of the Weasley kids, like sneak in, get an ingredient, he goes, all right, I want the, the, the culprit and the, the person who helped the culprit to just come on up. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's just something about, about him. That's very endearing as serious as he is. Um, so he's one of my favorite. Did you help Weasley? Did you help the Weasley? Yes, kid? I did. Of course. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I was like, no, he let me in the room. I'm not going to break his trust like that. And it was, I got the, I, I got another quest out of Weasley from not helping him. Oh, really? Yeah. So even by not helping him, they, he, had a lot, he wanted you to help break into the, um, the Honeyduke cellar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So well, that just shows choice didn't matter much. Yeah. Well, there's like this whole uh conversation that you have before you get the quest from him like oh i understand like he said i understand why you didn't help me blah 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 and then actually because you didn't get the ingredient for him i don't know if it changes or not but if you don't get that ingredient for him he does the potion anyway no and like it explodes (laughs) in the classroom Mm -hmm. and like everybody's kind of like laughing at him and then and then professor sharp is kind of like um you did it wrong, Weasley. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I like Sharp too. Yeah. Now, let's Sharp talk about Professor Hecket. Hecket. Now she is a battle axe. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that is. I I like when she uh just started like, you know, just shit talking uh shallow. Like it's just like, I like this lady. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she's she's pretty cool. Yeah, she's also and Chuck uh, is Nail's defense mm -hmm. against the dark arts, Professor. Yeah. She's I, part of those special forces that, you know, did unmentionable things. Yeah. Which I is also, why she can't talk about it. I also did a lot of her side quests first. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Because I, I like the the powers that she gives you, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, she's she's great, too. I, I also kind of like... So, herbology, the, <laughs> teacher, the teacher in there is kind of like... Garlic. Are you even Professor old enough Garlic? To be... Yeah, are you even old enough to be teaching me stuff? Like I feel like she's like twelve years old. She's like a Professor Garlic teacher. is waifu. Uh, yeah, that was literally I, I think like the one reason that she's in there was like, oh yeah, this is that girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She I actually like Rowan a lot. And... Who? She she's basically Eris. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, Ronan is cool. And then when he takes you outside to play the uh the what is it, the wizard's court or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, I got uh, smoked cool. the first time I played it. I was bad. Oh yeah, I, I did too. Bad to make it. Yeah, I did too. I so there's actually a side quest that pops up partway through that first kind of ten hours or so where you actually play mm -hmm. other students. Yeah. And uh I started playing the other students and I was like, man, I'm I lost to that first kid like five times in a row. And then we tied and then I beat him and then another quest popped up and I was like, I can't do this again. This is I can't do this. Uh, but the crossed wands side quest was super cool. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 underground fight club for, you know. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. I love when the heck it was like, I already know what's going on down there. Like, or was it Weasley? One of them was like, I already know. It's what's Heck going it. Down it's heck it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we could talk about like students yeah. as well as the professors, but my other kind of favorite characters oh, yeah. <clears throat> was Sebastian Sallow. I love the fact that there's like a Slytherin that's not a jerk and Poppy Sweeting. Sweeting, she's the Hufflepuff that really loves all the like beasts and stuff like that. I don't know. They just both have like awesome personalities, mm -hmm. and I love doing their side quests. Yeah, I thought Sebastian like I like how they're kind of playing with your pre preconceptions of the houses right like mm -hmm. slytherin like you know everybody's bad from slytherin or whatever and sebastian kind of starts out that way but he he's like the the he's got he's all bark and no bite and he actually has like a heart of gold mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. actually becoming one of my more favorite characters um i kind of like natty as well although i haven't spent a lot mm -hmm. of time with her but i thought you know the first couple quests you do with her she's pretty uh, pretty cool. And then I also like the the bartender in Hogsmeade. She's like oh. kind of Serona Ryan. Serona. Yeah, I'm not taking no she takes no BS shit from yeah. anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm starting to like Deke a lot. The uh the health the ha uh the house elf. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like mm -hmm. uh, I just did a quest where he helps you with uh gathering beasts and. You learn quite a bit about his history in that one, and you know he's he's pretty cool. Yeah, I know Dobby, but mm -hmm. yeah. he'll do. He'll do. Mm -hmm. Harry Potter must not return to Hogwarts. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, who's the who's the other character that I really enjoyed? Oh, the 
there's this Hufflepuff girl that's like really snarky and snotty that I just hate. You kind of meet her like right when you enter the the common room for the first time. Um, I don't know if you guys would have met her or not because you guys are Ravenclaws, but she's like, like everybody in Hufflepuff is like really nice except for her. She's definitely what you would think of as like a Slytherin person. Mm -hmm. Everything's everything's everybody else's fault. She lost something and it was somebody else's fault. And she kind of blames you for disrupting the flow of of Hufflepuff because you're a fifth year instead of a new student and it's just he's just kind of like a jerk Oof, i'm like what, are you what a be i don't even know you yeah <clears throat> bitch i was i was uh there's the the girl from the slytherin who's like got the best broom times records for all the courses and i was like i can't wait to beat Imelda. i can't wait to beat her. i haven't I'm done that quest yet i just unlocked that quest i think she's got yeah. a good story too so yeah. Like I'm I, still I gonna beat her I second beat race. all of her records. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, now, j- just like Sebastian, she's one of those that has the rough exterior, mm-hmm. but she also has like a deep motivation for you know what drives her. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I I I think this I think the students and the uh, teachers are all great. I. I do have to say though, the ghost that's in the uh, restricted section of the library is awful. <laughs> the the color, the really colorful, annoying one. Peeves, peeves? you yeah, talking about peeves? Peeves, yeah. peeves, peeves. He's talking awful. about peeves. Oh yeah, peeves. peeves is awful. Well, peeves is hilarious in the book, but yeah, then when dealing with peeves in the in the mm-hmm. game, I'm like, ah. yeah, but he's he's just he's awful. I hate I hate it, and like. I'm I'm running up the stairs because uh, there's a side quest where you have to search for these go- uh, gobstones mm-hmm. for one of the girls, yeah. and like I'm running up the stairs, and he just flies down the the banister of the of the stairway, and he's like, "Ha ha! I'm flying down the stairs! Can't catch me!" or whatever. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, shut the! Uh, you're yeah. annoying." <laughs> oh. yep. He does his job well at being annoying. That's for sure. Yeah, he's like, oh my gosh, just shut up. I don't up, any dude. wonder that Ew. they they keep Peeves, the poltergeist at Hogwarts. Yeah. I don't uh, know if you can get rid of a ghost at Hogwarts. <laughs> Good. I don't know I the history behind say, that. You know, L- Lamont on, on Twitter asked one, if you have never read or watched any of the movies of Hogwarts, do you do you think you could still play the game? Mm-hmm. And I was Definitely. like, I don't know if I'm, this... the, I don't know if I'm the best person to answer this because I've only seen the movies once, and that's all I know about it. But I'm like, I can't imagine playing it and then not understanding why all the paintings are talking, the ghosts that are flying around. Like, you have so many questions that aren't kind of, <laughs> are really even d- detailed. They're just there. Like that's just part of the world. And yeah, I think I think this game goes into a lot of things for Harry Potter fans for sure. But I also think that this game is a great gateway into the universe, actually. Um, right. Because I mean, aside from like, oh, go oh, ahead. No, no, you finish your thought. <clears throat> OK, I, I was just going to say, like, aside from like the talking paintings and like some of the other weird, quirky s- stuff, like the small, quirky stuff in here. Like, I actually think if you have been interested in Harry Potter and you just don't know where to start at this point, because I mean, Obviously, the books or the movies or the Fantastic Beasts movies or some of the side books now. And, and obviously, Pottermore has like all these lore entries and stuff about the world. Mm-hmm. And 
I actually think this is kind of like the Zelda fans. <sighs> this is kind of this. This is this is the Skyward Sword of the Harry Potter timeline, mm-hmm. right? This is the first kind of like this is where kind of it starts now is this story. And so I think you could go in here and I don't know if you want to go into research about some of the lore, like the talking paintings and the pictures and stuff like the pictures in this world talk. Right. And, uh, you know, there's other weird stuff that happens. And I don't know if you guys have explored the castle or, or not, but like the castle recreation is pretty much one to one to the the movie castles. So maybe I don't know, not that you need to like watch the movies to get a layout of the castle or anything, mm-hmm. but like. I, I think this is a great place to start if you're interested in it. Right. The way I say, see it is like, yeah, <clears throat> you're probably wondering like, oh, what's with the talking paintings or this flu, flu flames or whatever. But anything <clears throat> that is actually relating specific to Harry Potter lore are all minor stuff. So if you walk into a completely blind, mm-hmm. at least it's not part of like the main mission or things that you're required mm-hmm. to know. All that's just extra. Right. And it is about you being a wizard in a world full of magic so at least you can kind of you know that suspension of disbelief like okay if you're in a school of witchcraft and wizardry i guess it won't be the weirdest thing to have paintings talk so i I do think a person Mm -hmm. could come into this blind and still enjoy because i do think they make it user friendly to anybody yeah and i i think uh also like a lot of the stuff that you need to know they do a great job of explaining anyway like most Harry Potter fans know what the room of requirement is, you know, but they go through this whole quest to t- tell you what it is and how it works anyway. Right. Because mm. uh, the room of requirement molds itself to the user. Right. So uh, and then that's kind of like it's kind of like your home base after a couple hours of the game is the room of requirement. You go in there to like brew potions and study and grow things and decorate and hang up pictures that talk and mirrors and all these other things. And so, yeah, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of that stuff is actually just explained for the game anyway. Uh, So anybody that feels behind is going to be caught up sooner than later. Mm. So So I got to ask, you know, throughout like the, the first half of this game, there are lots of quests and side quests, and some of them involve battling. Like the first time you go to Hogsmeade, where you choose some a friend to accompany you, uh, there is a troll attack in Hogsmeade. And um, I can't recall if there were Ashwinders that you fight before or after, but the troll one, I think, was the first kind of challenging fight for me. Um, mm-hmm. so I wanted to ask like, what you guys think of the battle system and the technically the RPG elements of it um, I, I actually thought it was fairly challenging I played on normal level I do feel like the battle system is intuitive um, and I do like being able to um, get use those points to add to your traits I don't know if, if you call it traits or something where you mm-hmm. can upgrade your overall magic spell ability or improvements in defense against the dark arts or improve your stealth. Um, maybe yeah. I can actually pick your brain first, Pat, since you're a big RPG person. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually really like the battle system uh, because there are a lot of little nuances in this system. Um, this game 
believe it or not, reminds me very much of Witcher 3. Oh, okay. Where it's the creatures themselves, like, you, they're, they're bullet sponges, but there are special ways that you can take them down. And I highly recommend looking into the collections tab on your menu and looking at the uh, enemies and reading their descriptions because it will teach you new ways to, like, the idea is to stun the enemy so that you can do more damage to them. Mm-hmm. So in case of fighting a troll, the troll has three various weaknesses that you can take advantage of. You can take advantage of when it runs into things, mm-hmm. then you stun it. Once it slams the club in the ground, you can use this reverse spell to actually swing the club and make it smack its head, and that stuns them. Or if you block a boulder just at the right time, then you can use your ancient magic toss spell and throw the boulder right back at the troll. And that stuns him. Wow. You've inspired me to go back and read those things. Because normally I don't. Mm-hmm. I did not yeah, know about like, the second one for sure. The The third one I had done on accident. But the second one I didn't even know you could do. Yeah. that, that I read that after yeah. like, you know, reading. Like, I figured that out. Because you get the dual challenges uh, occasionally when you're fighting. And one of the things was throwing the rock back at the troll. So I was curious how that was done. And I read the entry and sure enough, you know, that's how you do it. You block it and then you toss it. Mm -hmm. Um, Then there's other things like people who carry wands, you can disarm them and that, you know, makes them stunned or uh, you can actually like kind of uh, one of my favorite things to do is start messing with the combos. Like you can Leviosa an enemy. So they're, they're flying and then there's another spell that you can send them slamming right into the ground. And that causes massive damage if you do it that way, as opposed to just using the slam spell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, it's it's cool little things. Or lighting up a zombie on fire and then tossing it against other zombies. So it lights them on fire as well. Like, there, there's a lot of neat little tricks that you can do in this battle system rather than just spamming the attack button, and that gives you like a serious advantage over your enemies. Mm-hmm. Very much like how Witcher did it. So I think my own, um, like that inspires me to be more creative when I battle. I think my biggest weakness, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's necessarily the game's fault, although I feel like maybe, I don't, I don't, you know what, I don't even know how they'd improve it. So <clears throat> on on the PlayStation, you can assign like four spells with you know your X and your you know R two and then the four buttons, and then the more spells mm-hmm. you learn, you can upgrade and assign like you know to the left to the down. So that's you know four times three, twelve, or four times four is sixteen. But sometimes mm-hmm. if I'm like fighting so much, like I can only fit like four spells in one, one spot, but I want to do like a certain combo. So I'm like in the middle of shooting one and then moving it to the next wheel and then pressing the other button. It mm-hmm. could just be, be that yeah. I'm a terrible gamer, yeah. but that's the challenge for me. No, that, that is, that is the big challenge with the battle system is that, uh, you, I don't even remember which ones I, you know, locked on. So I'm constantly like rotating the entire wheel mm-hmm. around just to see, you know, the spells, uh, but like I said, once you kind of get an idea of which spells work good to pair each other, like the Le- uh, Leviosa and then the the one that slams people mm-hmm. down, you know, it's like you always want to keep those two together. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you know how enemies have the shields, you know, you want to maybe have like a nice mix of, you know, the various color spells so that you can break the shields that they're corresponding to. Good point. 
you gotta you gotta get that dual sense edge you gotta pay that 150 or whatever it is for so you have the extra buttons <laughs> gross um yeah i think i think the only thing i don't like about the battle system is that i don't like that your basic attack and then your menu for the spells are on the same button mm -hmm. i actually think left trigger is yeah. pretty useless like the basic oh, the like zooming if you're playing a, for, yeah yeah the aim down sights equivalent mm -hmm. is actually pretty useless i wish they would put your i wish they would have put your spells on left trigger and then just your basic attack because i i feel like i feel like you could like have you know you could use like leviosa or something and then you could swing some basic attacks in and then like uh set somebody on fire by rolling in right i, I just feel like that's kind of counterintuitive and maybe that's just because i play mm -hmm. a lot of destiny and like like the left trigger feels better in a shooter than something like this but i don't know i, I mm -hmm. just feel like the aim down sights part is useless and that i wish the basic attack was on a different button than the bringing up your menu of of spells but that's the, that's the, a minor thing i i agree with you because the aim down system is is even more useless because even when i'm like oh i want to try this spell to see if it does anything with this item like it automatically locks on to your target mm -hmm. anyway so it's very rarely that i have to hold aim down just to make sure i hit a certain spot and usually if i have to do that the spell isn't going to work on the thing anyway it's not it's not going to work um yeah. the yeah. only i love the combat like i really really love the combat but the only problem is when i was doing those uh <clears throat> those underground fights and all the characters were in a small space. My target yeah. lock system was always switching, and I'm like, yeah. "Stop! Yeah. Stop!" <laughs> yeah, the target, I... the, the targeting, the auto target stuff actually works a lot better in open space than it does in the small yeah. room. Uh, especially because, mm -hmm. like, once you get into like that second and third fight in in the cross wands thing, like, they're so grouped together, and they all have different colors attached to them that are you know trying to teach you how to use a different spell on the different whatever, mm -hmm. right? And like sometimes I would use Leviosa on a purple, like in my auto target would switch to the person in purple. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is. Ugh. I was getting really frustrated, and then I was like, and then I would try to pull the purple person towards me, and the guy in red would like walk in front, <laughs> and I'd automatically auto target. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is dumb. <laughs> uh, but you know, it that's that happens. I think with auto targeting, so mm -hmm. I I do appreciate the auto target though. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan. I'd rather have it than not have it, but it's like when it's real close together, it's like mm, just yeah. a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. That's what your barrels but, are yeah. for. Throwing <laughs> barrels, by the way, throwing barrels and throwing rocks. Yes, that whole mechanic is like the same feeling that I get with God of War when you throw the axe. Like it's that same, like oh yeah, just grab it, sling it. I love Ex it. Especially the exploding barrels that you throw at the goblins in the little camps. Oh my god, it feels so good to watch them just explode off fly across the map. Oh. And it's so funny too, because like they're like they're like shit talking you, and then you throw an exploding barrel at them, and then that fight ends, and I'm just like this goody two shoes like schoolgirl just walking through the camp picking up some paper and yeah. some gold. It's like, oh, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, I know this is one of the side or i don't know it's side or main quest more towards like the half point of the game 
Um, but one of my favorites was I was supposed to go to a, an Ashwinder, like Dark Wizard encampment to get something. I think it has to do with the goblin helmet. And I noticed that they were mm-hmm. already fighting a troll. So I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I going to wa- walk my ass into that and get my yeah. ass beat <laughs> right. by a troll? And I'm like, okay, maybe th- that's part of the game. Like the troll will kill one or two and then I fight the rest. I waited the entire time. It killed everybody. Everybody. Yeah. And the troll had half the health left. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll throw a little barrel here at you. I'll throw a barrel there at you. And I got some troll bogeys. Or boogies, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> They're bogeys. Bogeys. They're British. Yeah, they're bogeys. bogeys. Just, just like their food. And um, I, I, I did as soon as I got the ability to fly on a broomstick, I did kind of just fly all over the fields and just pick fights with random encampments and stuff that if they, yeah. they might have overpowered me a couple times. Yeah. No, it, it's it's fun though. As soon as I got the broom, I just started flying everywhere. Like if I could fly there, especially because like some of the. Some of the side quests are so far away, mm-hmm. and I'm just oh, like, oh, I don't want to walk there. I don't have a, I don't have a flu flame over there yet. So, oh, I'll just do a bunch of side stuff and buy a broom so I can just fly everywhere. <laughs> so, I know I'm I still to unlock that part where I can just fly anywhere. I can only fly yeah. in certain areas still. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Flying is so good in this game. Like the controls work well. I thought. Yeah. And it's just, it's neat because a lot of open world games, you don't get like experienced flying. It's only really just picked up more recently. Otherwise, it's usually horseback. Yeah. Yeah. So. I want to say it actually <laughs> reminds me that flying actually feels like Anthem a little bit. Um, mm. I know that game wasn't great, but the flying in that game was pretty universally praised. And I, I feel like it feels kind of like that. Although I did have to, like, when I first started, my flight controls weren't inverted. So when I went to take off, I like nosedived into the ground and yep. I had to switch my controls. And then after I switched my controls, I did it again because I was already used to using the non-inverted <laughs> controls. So it's I do that all the time. I hate it, it. It took me a little bit to like adjust myself to the flying, but that's just, that's a me thing because I'm dumb. And so, yeah, I nosedived into the ground like three separate times trying to play the, the fly but yeah Anyways. I, well i think that was kind of part of it right like hitting up all those camps so i can get money to you know buy a broom because that's another part of the game if you don't mind me bringing it up was the, the currency it, it, in on one hand i appreciate the fact that you don't just like make hundreds and hundreds you get get hundreds and hundreds of coins and barely need to buy anything like that's something not to bring up the same franchise like zelda like when you reach a certain point in zelda you have so many freaking rupees and you never need to buy anything and i'm like what's the point here i'm like i actually need to freaking use some money uh but i'll admit it's kind of hard to come up with some cold hard cash (laughs) yeah you know what the best source for the money is what you know those chests with the eyeballs yes Mm-hmm. Every yeah, single one of them contains five hundred gallons. How do you, okay? How do you open, how do you open them? them? Yeah, I'm not telling you that. You're gonna you have to figure know? that out. I can, I can just I Google like... it, Pat. <laughs> what spell? You have a spell in your repertoire that helps you, that keeps you invisible. You gotta sneak up on the chest. Oh, it's just invisibility. Uh... I'm like, do I have to poke its eye out? Like, what? No. I thought I was gonna have to like. I thought we got had to use one of these spells I don't have yet. Or like, like if, oh. if you, 
Go ahead. If you see the chest when it when you're not in the chest's view, like the chest closes its eye. Oh. So if it doesn't if you keeps it closed and you'll you'll sneak up on it. And it's <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you what happens when you do, because it's kind of funny. Pat knows what I'm talking about. It's kinda of funny when you do it. Do what again? I'm sorry. <laughs> when you do open the Dude. chest, it's it's just oh. I don't know, it's a little it's funny. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. I'm gonna have to do that after if you, you, you kind of feel bad for the chest after. Oh, I, I'm going to say this about the currency system. These shopkeepers are a bunch of cheapskates. Bunch of cheapskates. First of all, I helped this broom guy with this broom upgrade. And then he's like, yeah, thank you for the broom upgrade. You can have it for a thousand coins. I'm like, what? I helped you build this thing and made you money. And now you're going to charge me full price for this thing? No way. Yeah. I, was, mm. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Yeah, that was, yeah. It I doesn't matter. I didn't okay. have a thousand gold coins to give him, so I was uh I just had to let it go. <laughs> I said it's I'll also, see you a little later, I guess. All the equipment that you sell, you know, it's it's not based the the price is not based off of how strong the equipment is. It's based off the rarity. So every green thing mm-hmm. is like sixty coins. Yeah. Every like blue thing is like ninety coins. And like yeah. the orange is like I forget 200 or 150. And it's like, doesn't matter. Like it could be like the world's strongest armor, but that's what they're going to sell it at mm-hmm. is yeah. one set price, depending on the rarity of the item. Yeah. I thought that was kind of stupid. I also like how, or I don't like how little you can carry in your inventory. Oh yeah. I know you can upgrade it later, but it's like, I'm destroying a bunch of green items because I'm like, I don't want to go back now to go to a shop <laughs> like, right. I'm in the middle of a deal. <laughs> And I, I don't want to miss deleted, out on any good loot. Yeah, I probably deleted like t- t- 10 or 15 green things before I was like, yeah. I should just go to a shop and sell this. But I'm just yeah. so annoyed right now that I just don't know if I can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, how far did you guys get in, in those Merlin trials? I've done like only a, a couple because I'm stupid and I don't know how to solve a lot I'm, of them. I've done five I or just, six of them. Yeah, I've done like four or five of them. I just like some of them like I activated, but then I couldn't find like where the puzzle was supposed to oh, start. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll just come back to this because I need to I need to book it because everybody's already ahead of me for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done but, a few. But yeah, I just I haven't like I, I don't know. I just haven't been able to find some of where they start. And that kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, a lot of them start with abilities that you don't have yet. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I figured. Um, there was one by the train station over by Hogsmeade, and like I found I found the two pillars. I'm like, where is this third thing? Because there's obviously three of these, and it ended up being like a pot in the ground that you were supposed to light on fire at the end. And I'm like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel there. Dumb. There's there's one Merlin trial that I just did that it's like, you have to like, <laughs> I don't know. It was just overthinking it all. Cause it's not even an ability that you, that you use. It, it's, it's literally the most basic thing you can think of. And I'm like, wow, I would have never thought of this. Like it, I just happened to add to it on accident. I was like, Oh, this is just the ba- most like basic thing you can do. <laughs> it's not even spell related or anything. Huh? Well, yeah. there's some fun ones like rolling giant boulders or having like these little balls like you know 
fly to these pedestals and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that they, they get interesting shooting gallery yeah mm-hmm yeah <coughs> um let's see so we got sidetracked Maybe. it's i mean look we we're talking about the game it's not really, yeah. Yeah. really i know but we didn't even get to talk about um you know after well was it after or before like the troll fight where we kind of get introduced like the other kind of baddie so to speak and that's victor rockwood Similar Rockwood ran rock. Mm. I guess there's a if there's any sort of rock mm. in your name, you're a bad person. Um, yeah. So yeah, Victor Rockwood. Yeah, Boulder Rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Victor Rockwood. So Boulder he's Rockwood. a w- wizard who's an ally to Ranrock. And again, as a reminder, Ranrock is a goblin um, who is leading a goblin rebellion. And Victor Rockwood is leading a faction of dark wizards, and they're working together. And they're basically looking for you. They're trying to look and kill a miner, which is pretty sketch. Um, and they're looking for I would what was so. it, book pages necessarily? I mean, they're they're after the the, yeah. the ancient magic. Yeah. But... yeah, we haven't even really touched on the story stuff yet, right? Like, <laughs> so essentially, <laughs> you are supposed. To... You are supposed to go look with Fig. You're supposed to go look for this book, and you you go through this kind of uh, the. I forget how you find the book. You find the book in the um, restricted section. Restricted section, mm-hmm. and you give it to Fig. But then you go to you find the map. What is the map room, and uh, kind of like the was the first or one of the older wizards that is dead but obviously you can talk to him through the painting who could see ancient magic has kind of has his portrait in the map room and you kind of talk to him and he tells you to bring the book back well you get you when you get the book it's missing pages Mm -hmm. and so you go look for the missing pages and it leads you to the the jackdaw quest which is he's a ghost (laughs) that was murdered and it leads you to like where he dies leads you to the missing pages mm-hmm. yeah that was a really random that whole quest is go ahead oh no sorry i was just saying yeah, that was kind of random that's all yeah what's also crazy is that was a side quest it wasn't even listed as like a main quest so had i yeah. like not thought about doing the side quest i or of like i was like i'll i'll get to that later I would have missed, like, <laughs> I would have never unlocked the next main quest. Know, that's what you're I'll trying admit, to get, I was like, getting a little spooked out. That too, was kind of the weird part of the game when you're basically Professor Fig is going, is leaving, mm-hmm. and he said he'll come back, which is suspicious, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and then, so you're like, all right, so I'll just go be a student. And then you go to do some classes, you do some assignments. And I was like, all right, well, what do I do now? And then I go do the side quest and then that unlocked the whole new main thing and who knows how long it could have took me if i had decided just to like keep exploring or whatever yeah i think it would have led you there eventually i just the side maybe the side quest gets you there quicker i don't know i think I, the side I, quest is different for everyone because i yeah. think for at least us three ravenclaws it was going to olivander's to mm-hmm. get, find his missing wand yeah, and I, I think it's different quest. for you. Yeah, how, how did you get introduced to Jackdaw? I had to go talk to somebody. There's uh, like a, a small town to the north of um, to the north of Hogsmeade, 
and I met this these two women. One was like a she's just a one of the random women or she she was the woman that uh the one of the paintings led me to her uh and then the guy in the painting was in her house also he had a portrait in her house so i met him there to do a quest and i had to explain to the lady why i was entering her house you know he led me here to talk to you about this jackdaw quest and then i for her i had to do a quest uh for someone else who was missing her husband and I had to go find her missing husband. And he had actually turned into like one of these undead zombie creatures. And then I had to do that. And then I, when I told her the news, she told me about somebody else who I, I ended up in Azkaban. Um, I don't know if you guys ended up in Azkaban or not. What? No, we did not end up in Azkaban. (laughs) No, you went a whole different route because I, holy crap. Yeah. I ended up in, I ended up in Azkaban uh, to try to solve Jack Jackdaw's murder and, because the woman that was accused of murdering him is in Azkaban. And so I went with this uh, former Auror there and we talked to the, the prisoner and she was kind of in this psychotic state because she had been there for like 40 years and she put some kind of dark spell on the ore and uh then i had to go find the jackdaw's ghost and he led me to his death spot and then i did the the whole kind of i found the missing pages quest wow that sounds much yeah Yeah, we were attacked by dementors too it was cool (gasps) what i didn't get to fight them but yeah, well, I didn't get to fight them, huh. but the ore I was with ended up like doing this. Uh, she did a Patronus spell, and uh, it was cool. Her Patronus oh. is a rabbit, and it scared all the dementors away. Well, looks like I'm going to have to do nice. a Hufflepuff playthrough. I'm telling you, man. Do for the platinum. Each one of the houses has a different way in finding the map house. So, yeah. Yeah. so that's why cooler. each one has a different achievement. So much cooler than the Owlery. Jeez. Yeah. And then um, the whole kind of getting the pages and finding the map room was kind of like it was kind of like a mini trial, too. I had to fight all these knights and make my way through this maze. And I was introduced to the, hey, there's floating platforms. Why don't we pull the platform? <laughs> you know, okay. the- that, that sounds probably like the same one. And the idea was you made a bridge to get to the end. Like Uh-oh. room like you didn't have to like cast but okay there are these like i didn't make i didn't make a bridge but as i completed each kind of puzzle a part of the bridge appeared okay it's the same dungeon then got it well pat i liked that you used the word dungeon because that part almost is like reminiscent of like a zelda dungeon i'm sorry it's the third time i'm referencing zelda Mm -hmm. but it's pretty cool no, but I mean, I agree with you. We kind of talked about that on the Boss Rush podcast the other day where like the trial actually reminded me of a pretty simple Zelda dungeon, which was awesome mm-hmm. and uh, got me really excited to play more. Um, yeah, I, so, I can't wait to do more to get into the other trials. Pat, how, how, have you gotten to like the second trial yet? Have you? Have you already gotten I feel like that's no. on his like third playthrough. <laughs> I I go around and I explore everything. Like I got the side quest or 
not it's not a side quest it's an actual mission where you get the the alamora spell the unlocking mm-hmm. and so like it's been one of my missions now to go around and unlock everything and loot the shit out of whatever i can find yeah like the hogsmeade is no longer safe for me i literally <laughs> just steal like i break in and i steal everything that i can find with revelio you are no but also try and get those little uh, demogeist statues so that i can get a better unlocking spell and do it all over again how how long does it take to get the lock picking because that's what's annoying me right now (laughs) there's so many doors you should be very it's uh the mission with um the caretaker moon i forget the first name Okay. Uh, he asks you to do a thing for a favor for him, and that's where he teaches you the spell of unlocking. Mm. Okay. Okay. So I must. I yeah, think that's. I have like three main quests open, and I'm doing one for the uh, the bartender right now. Uh, so hopefully, I think the other one. Yeah, it's be. actually in that same quest line. I believe. Okay. I believe it's Beast Class, un, uh, Moon's unlocking quest, and then the bartender's helmet. Yes. Quest. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I just accepted and started before we got on. Mm-hmm. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm on now. Good. No, the the first so unlocking doors. spell. <laughs> yeah. Right. The first level unlocking is required, but mm-hmm. you have to. The other two are side, so you have to con- collect these Demiguy statues, and he'll teach you a stronger spell to unlock level two and then level three. Okay. 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 Yeah. It's kind of dumb. You just go... wish he taught you right away. Level three. I'll probably go all all in on lockpicking just so I don't have to skip over any more doors. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's where all the money is probably. <laughs> I also don't know though is if uh, is lockpicking going to change the way people look at me? Am I going to be? No, I literally broke into someone's house and the kid was standing right next to the bed while I looted the uh, chest. They didn't do anything. <laughs> 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 that I love. You know, nighttime random wizard walking into your house. Yeah, you know that guy. I love going behind mm-hmm. people's shops, behind the counters, and like, I hope this nothing's important in this chest. I hope, <laughs> I hope right. I'm not stealing the money that I just uh, that I just gave you for your stuff. Yeah, right. Now there's no consequence to stealing. Okay, well that's good because uh, I plan on doing it a lot. Just gonna throw that out there. As well, you should. You get a I lot of like, neat uh, stuff that way. Depending on what, if you're a boy or a girl, like if you try the other dorm, the other dorms are closed off yeah. by the knights. <laughs> They're just like, nope, can't go in there. Oh, really? I didn't even know. I'm assuming that's that. what that is. I'm assuming that's what that is. Like when you when you walk out of your dorm and into like the main hall, there's like uh, the stairwell is closed off by these two knights, and I'm assuming that's where the girls are. I'm playing some poker. Oh, I, I, I didn't even know that. That's kind of interesting. Didn't even think about it, to be honest. So, what were you going to hey, say? Did Sarah? you guys. Oh, sorry. Because <clears throat> I had a refresh. Um, did you guys talk about the memories yet? No. Oh, yeah. Should we touch yeah. upon that? I, I've seen a so, few. I didn't see them all. But Well, not all, but I meant like leading up to and after the first trial by Percival Rackham. That's the name of the guy. A lot yes. of R's. Ranrock, Rockwood, Rackham. Um, he is one of four what they call keepers. So wiz- wizards from or wizards and witches from long ago 
but Percival Rackham is the one that could also see ancient magic. And there's a particular memory after one of the, tr- the things that you do um, is that they what basically restore rain to an like an impoverished and like dried out village. This mm-hmm. girl is able to see them or see the magic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in subsequent memories, she returns as a student. You learn that her brother dies and she's clearly upset by that and is upset by the fact that she can't use her ancient magic. So it looks like she has ties to ancient magic uh, to help her brother. Also note, she had come in Hogwarts as a fifth year. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder who else has come in as a fifth year and also can see ancient magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. then the last memory I stumbled upon, I think it was after you complete the first trial is she now returns as a professor and she invites everyone to her house or something. And I'm like, something's going to happen. I think her name is Isadora Morganock. I'm like, I think this girl's going to lose her shit. Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder if this is how they all died is my question. Cause I think she might be the villain. I I mean it's crossed my mind, but this seems like it took place like a long time ago. But maybe there's some connection. I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe not like the main villain of the story. Like I don't know if she's still alive, but I think she might have turned for the worse because of the loss of her brother and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remind me again. Mm-hmm. When does Hogwarts take place? It's like. This 19... one takes place in the 1800s. Yeah, 1800s. it's like the late 1800s, like 1880s, right. 1890s, I think. So is mm-hmm. it? It's like 150 years ish before Potter and all that. About stuff. 100. So there's at least mm-hmm. three or four generations in there between. Yeah. yeah, I I think I think if anything, they would try to connect this to the Fantastic Beasts stuff more than yeah. the Harry Potter. Which stuff. I have not seen or read any of those. I don't know anything about those. They're fine. Nah, yeah, they're okay. What I've yep. heard. I didn't even watch the the newest one. Me neither. Nah. Sad how much uh tribulation that series went through with just everything with JK Rowling and then Ezra Miller and Johnny Depp. It's right. like that. Oh wait, Ezra that, Miller's in there ser- too. Yeah, he's like the <laughs> yeah. main he's like the main character. Like the oh, main shit. plot point. <laughs> Ezra Miller's the yeah. main plot point of that. Yeah. It's famous. like every single person they cast is like doomed to like yeah. you know. Johnny Depp was also in there too, wasn't he? And that yeah. that whole thing, jeez, yeah, that's but crazy. it's easier to recast his character because his character is a shapeshifter. Oh, so oh, like, yeah. you know, having his character recast isn't as big of a deal as like, obviously the the uh, Ezra Miller's character is like the central plot point to Fantastic Beasts, and it would be like really difficult to recast <laughs> him. I think. Mm-hmm, Which he's course. like part of three Warner Brothers properties that are huge right now, and <laughs> just I don't know, man. I find, I find it funny how like this whole tr- the Flash reveal like didn't focus that much on Flash as it did with all the other side characters. Oh, you mean like hey, Michael Keaton's we, Batman? We we brought yep. back and then uh, Supergirl and Ben Affleck. And it's like, hey, look at everyone else that's going to be in. Oh, yeah, there's Barry Allen. Don't pay attention to him. Yeah. <laughs> He's, hey, he's... This movie that's called The Flash uh, isn't about The Flash. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just point Yeah, paradox. so let's get back to the, the girl, Stephanie, if you want to continue Isadora. talking about this girl. I mean, she seems pretty central to 
this ancient magic mystery, oh, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I kind of really did a speed run of what we know so far. So again, we first see her in a memory where she is a part of that destitute village with a her father and her sick brother. She's able to see ancient magic, so she does enter Hogwarts in her fifth year. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Um, she seems to be doing well, but she's saying, hey, if I can see this ancient magic and very few people can, is there something that I can do to... It was more of his fa- her father, like, mm-hmm. help my father heal from mourning the death of my brother. And mm-hmm. um, Percival says, you know, magic, you know, can heal, like, physical, like, either pains or physical issues. But what the father's going through is something maybe, you know, magic can't really do. Or if, if so, there's dire magic consequences. Magic ma- manipulating emotions has consequences Con- bad consequences exactly um she wasn't happy about that she like walked out of the room and i'm like this is clearly going to come back to what extent we don't know so <clears throat> and again she comes back as a professor so what i'm seeing so far is a pattern of every once in a while there's like a person that can see and utilize ancient magic we've got percival one of the keepers. We've got this door, Isadora, and now we've got your character. So, you know, maybe Isadora is going to be kind of your mirror or counterpart. Like, are you going to end up being like Isadora? Because I feel like this kind of plot point of having such a dangerous and powerful power, no, you know, hate for lack of better words, you could either use it for good or you could kind of spiral into the dark arts with it um yeah if i had to make a guess i think he messed up rackham messed up with isadora and that's mm -hmm. why he created the trial so that the next person would be better prepared Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's usually the classic story behind something like this yeah you're right. So maybe, maybe Isadora tried to, and you know, didn't listen, tried to help her father and either, you know, obviously something probably didn't go well with the father or maybe got Isadora herself killed. Um, yeah. So something did mm-hmm. not happen well. Though I wonder what these trials of just fighting ghost knights have to do with anything. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, as I was blasting through these knights, I'm like, just is this proof that I'm strong enough? I would right. think it's more of psychological uh, strength that you might need to handle such power. But what do I know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think that's just more for game mechanics. No, it is. The... It, it <laughs> yeah. totally is. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this is a video mm-hmm. game, right? <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah, I, I think it's more based on looking at the memories and you know seeing exactly what this magic has done in the past, so that mm-hmm. you can be better to use it in the future. Yeah, is that where I sense. think the real trial is. But okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do we want to do we want to talk about this last the the first trial? I mean, I I. I really liked the design of it. I really thought some of the puzzles were clever. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's the same for all of us. I'm hoping. Uh, and like boss, the giant knight at the end. Yeah. I actually mm-hmm. really liked how <clears throat> you could kind of stun him by exploding the orb. Like when he was charging it up, if you use the right mm-hmm. spells, I thought, I thought those mechanics were good. Uh, I actually like found myself, 
trying different combinations of magic on him when he was kneeling like in that stunned position just to like play around with some of the mechanics not that i didn't try before but when there's one big enemy in the middle not moving it's kind of easier to like concentrate than when there's 20 dark (laughs) wizards around you um, trying to take your face yeah It was a very cool trial because it essentially is a longer version of the smaller things that we've done beforehand. When you find like that pool of ancient magic, you get sucked in, maybe move a couple platforms. I think in this case, the puzzle included moving platforms, but also activate like kind of portals, so to speak. So if you walk through, Mm -hmm. you kind of see the room in a different way. And then you have to manipulate those two versions of the room. Mm-hmm. which I found very fun to work through. <clears throat> yeah. Now the, these dungeons and the boss fights, they're, they're well thought out. Like I yeah. appreciate that this isn't like a Skyrim style, you know, small like dungeon. That's all like copy paste. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. these, these actually have some particular like functions that they have. You have to achieve in them. They're different than another one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm looking for, if this is going to kind of be what's the next few trials, like I'm very much looking forward to it. So I think that they've done a good job if I'm like, yeah, I'll do it again. Yeah. I, you know what? I I agree. I agree with both of you. I'm glad there's like a Mm -hmm. little bit of challenge, but also it's not like, the puzzles aren't hard enough to where you're banging your head against the table, you know, and, and yeah. I think the one puzzle I had a little bit of trouble with was like, there's a part there where um, it's one of those magic archways and you can see one of the uh, platforms that you're supposed to pull on one side, but when you go around, <laughs> you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a little bit of trouble there, but I, I figured it out because my brain works sometimes. Uh <laughs> My also the whole time I was playing this game, uh, side tangent before we kind of give our final thoughts on the first 15 or so hours of this game. Like I'm I have no idea how this game is going to run on Nintendo Switch. Zero, zero idea. Just because of all like the environmental manipulation the way that like I mean even those magic archways like this the way that that works I'm I'm curious uh yeah. it's just oh this is I am genuinely cool. concerned because between that and just being in Hogwarts castle there are like 50 things moving and doing yeah. things at the same time <laughs> right I wonder I wonder if they're doing it in house or if somebody's pouring it for them uh I wonder because this they were all supposed to come out at the same time and then I mean, we're playing on current gen. Um, it's on mm-hmm. PC, Xbox Series X, and PlayStation 5 right now. It's coming out on Xbox One and PS4 in April, and then Switch in July. I'm wondering if they're getting someone like Saber or Panic Button to or Iron Galaxy to port this thing to Switch because uh, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't, I have zero clue how this is going to run on that platform. As interested as I am in it i'm just like what how like how that's that's the question you know it's gonna run at like 10 frames a second and it's gonna be a visual novel at that point i probably (laughs) i I feel like you lose so much of the charm playing it that way too like i'm i'm assuming if you play it on tv it might not be that bad but 
playing handheld. Well, handheld, yeah. Like I'm like, I don't want to play a beautiful game like that on a handheld. Yeah. I mean, do they ever I, confirm if it's it's cloud? Is it cloud? It's a it's a game? it's a native. It's they confirmed. Oh, yeah, it's it a, could probably work. They Witcher three has one. They're has selling physical copies on Amazon. So yeah, yeah. It's Which got ported, ported to the Switch? Games. It may not be as pretty, but you know, it still seems to work. You, the, you got Skyrim as well. Yeah, I, the, I, the it Witcher, just won't be as good. That's why I hope but. Saber is doing it because Saber did a great job with The Witcher, and they seem to know how to handle open world games. Um, so I we'll see, but that was my whole thought. I I think if you watch the let's plays that I did, the 12 episodes that are posted already. Like I probably said, I have no idea how this is going to run on switch probably 30 times in 14 <laughs> hours. So, uh, anyways, uh, final thoughts before we, before we wrap up this episode, I think, I think it went pretty well. I think I, I mean this, I think this game is in, is an incredible experience. Avalanche really knocked it out of the park for being a studio that's not well known for these types of games. Uh, a lot of love and care. You know, I think there's a few things that if they just really tightened it up, the sequel is going to be even more incredible than this one. So, final thoughts? Yeah. Before? I, I agree. There's, you know, some nitpicky things that, you know, I think, you know, very rarely I would consider game perfect. Um, <clears throat> this game has exceeded my expectations. Exceeded. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's all I have to say. Yeah, I agree with you, Stephanie. I think I went in thinking, oh, well, if this is just like, if we can, if this is like a, a seven, right? Like, yeah, I I can deal with a mediocre game in a world that I love. Like, I'm no stranger to that. I think that that's, I'm okay with that. Um, but the fact that this game is like, I would I would say at this point, if I was giving it a number out of 10, I would probably give it like a nine right now. I, I'm mm. just absolutely I absolutely love this game. Uh, I haven't felt this sense of wonder and excitement to play. Like as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go re- play like I mean, I have already turned it on. <laughs> to play it. Uh, uh, yeah. but like I I was talking to my wife because I was like man this game's really cool you should like I and I made her watch some of it she was like yeah this is pretty cool and she's not like into games and I half of me think she was just saying that because she knows that I like it and like oh yeah <laughs> you know but <laughs> like I don't know I I haven't felt this way about a game of just wanting to keep playing and explore and do everything since I th- probably since Breath of the Wild, to be honest with you, like I- mm-hmm. I'm just enamored with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin, we'll go to you next. Well, it's definitely maybe the best PS3 game I've ever played. You know, so <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's pretty great. I think it's I like I, like you said. I was expecting you know maybe a pretty decent game. I was like mid-level expectations like a like a mad max or like a shadow mordor i was like waiting for those kind of like that kind of feeling but it actually was even better than i thought and i i can't wait to keep playing like i'm this is the first open world that's got me like engaged in a while uh (laughs) because 
and I, I can't even think, I think Red Dead 2 might have been the last open world that I was really engaged in, and <clears throat> this one's finally got my attention there, so I'm I'm very excited to keep playing this game. Keep playing this game. Pat, final thoughts? Yeah, this, I I love this game. This game recreates the magic of Harry Potter for me. Um, I, it's it's like being watching a movie or reading the books and literally being there at Hogwarts, doing everything that you can do at Hogwarts. You know, I, I love the I love the fact that the seasons changed from summer to fall, and I wonder if it's going to do the same thing to winter. I loved how the castle got decorated, just kind of like in the movies and the books, like all the pumpkins and stuff around the place. You know, I hope the same thing happens with christmas and winter i don't know if it does but that would be awesome you know it's just this game is gorgeous it is magical it is i mean it's it's amazing just what this game does yeah i 100 percent agree with you especially because as someone who like really I'm not like a Harry Potter super fan or anything, but I really love the movies and the books. And as you know, my wife and I were not that the fantastic beast movies are bad by any stretch. Right. But they, they didn't capture the magic of those original movies or the books. Right. And I think there's something about, I think there's just something about being at the school and being around. And, and I think kids make the experience more, magical Mm -hmm. if that makes sense right like yeah and just watching the kids grow up and interacting as students and you know we kind of touched on this topic in an episode of after dark right of like why why is going back to school and interacting with children like nostalgic right like why games like persona and stuff are really popular and uh and it's like you know, not not in like a creepy way, right? But just like the innocence of a, of a child is like there's something magical about that and the school life, and that's what makes those mo- the first movies and books so great. I think is that you're seeing it through the eyes of a child and watching them grow up and be friends, and not just mm-hmm. like going out and murdering people, but just being kids <laughs> and being friends and being like mm-hmm. going through not just uh dark magic adventures but like oh well i have a crush on this person or we we're late Mm -hmm. to class oh we lost points because you know oh we're on the sports team right like there's all these different things that make that whole world an experience Mm -hmm. and like i really hope they add quidditch to the next game or like i hope Mm -hmm. they i hope they get the green light to make a sequel which by Mm -hmm. (laughs) by all these numbers i'm assuming that the sequel is inevitable right so uh yeah, this this game is just magical and really recaptures what I think those movies, the first movies and books did. And um, it really transports you there. And I love it. You know what I would like to see in a sequel? I mean, I'm I don't know how this is going to end, but, you know, I worry that if they make a sequel, it's not going to have the same magic because we have already explored Hogwarts. I would almost want to see the sequel in a different magic school. I agree. Like, yeah. go to either America or go to the one that they were talking about in Africa. Oh, you, and yeah. so yeah. you know mm-hmm. what would be cool to do that? 
the Triwizard <laughs> Tournament. <gasps> yeah. And it's hosted at a different yeah. school because the was the tournament is hosted at a different school every year. Yeah. Or every, that would be what, cool. Yeah. Four, five, ten years. I don't remember. But like that would be cool. And the time period uh, is about right for like a Triwizard tournament. Just I like that. this train. I'll be down for that. Avalanche, you can have that idea. It's free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. I want to thank everybody for watching this first uh, Boss Rush book club. This was fun. Yeah. I'm excited for the next one. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to keep playing and, and finish it up and see if we need two more episodes or one episode. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But Stephanie, this is a great Austin. first game. Yeah. Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, Stephanie, Austin, Pat, thanks for your time tonight as uh, as always. Uh, Pat, where can we find you on the internet? Well, you can find me right at the Boss Rush Network. I am part of the network group uh, of the EXP cast, which is a video game podcast where we talk about video games. And uh, I'm joined by my man, Story, that I've known for a while, and uh, newcomer Steph hey. is also part of the crew. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we tolerate her. She's okay. Yeah. I know. We all tolerate her. It's fine. Yep. Uh, so that's where you can find me. Cool. Austin, where can we find you? Uh, y'all can find me at placed Austin on Twitter. And then, yeah, if you, if you, if you like just random bull crap, listen to uh scrambled rambles. It's just me and my lifelong friends talking all kinds of nonsense. Um, and it's honestly just like a, it's just a fun podcast. Like we 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 make ourselves laugh. Like there's a lot of laughter going on in the in the show because we're might be also tipsy half the time. But uh, it's just a good time. And then uh, yeah, you'll 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 see me on every. I try to be. I, I would love to be on other podcasts. I know I'm gonna be on Pal Block soon. My schedule is rough, but. Uh, as far as waking up wise, I don't I get to be on it very often, but I can't. You'll you'll I'm still around. I'm still around on the on the boss rush block. See me. Stephanie. People can find me on the internets at Klimov, K-L-I-M-O-V underscore author on Twitter and Instagram. Articles on bossrush.net. Keep your eyes peeled for a Hogwarts Legacy game review. And you'll hear my voice uh, on various podcasts in the network, as you might have kind of already heard from Pat and, you know, Corey. I'm with him on Boss Rush and After Dark. Yeah. And uh, you can find me at IamCoreyNHD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on the Boss Rush podcast, Nintendo Power Block, and various other things here on Boss Rush Media and the Boss Rush Network. I want to thank everybody so much for watching and or listening. We'll see you next month for another Boss Rush Book Club. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 The Boss Rush Podcast is a product of Boss Rush Media LLC and is recorded from our headquarters in Akron, Ohio. This show is produced, written, and directed by me, Corey Dierig. My co-hosts are Stephanie Klimov, Laurent Dawkins, and Edward Varnell. You can find Stephanie at Klimov underscore author on Twitter and Instagram, as well as on the EXP cast. You can find Laron at Exodus803 on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube, and also on Crossroads, the video game podcast. 
You can find Edward at that retro code on Twitter and Instagram, as well as hosting Nintendo Power Block. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Corey and HD, and find me hosting Tower Casuals, the Destiny Podcast, and co-hosting Nintendo Power Block. Find the Boss Rush Podcast on all social media platforms at Boss Rush Podcast. You can also follow Boss Rush Media and Boss Rush Network on all major social media platforms. Join the Boss Rush Network Discord and Facebook groups to interact with other friends and fans. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.